Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Okay, here we go then. This so, is weird because we're doing the intro at the end. But a lot of podcasts do do the intro at the end once they know what's happened. But normally we do it at the beginning. So we can actually report on what's going to happen in the podcast. When I um, deliver, um, I used to deliver a workshop about effective writing. And you know, you begin, when you write an essay, introduction, main mm. body, conclusion, mm. a good hack is, is to leave the introduction to the end to there make sure it tailor fits the main body and the conclusion. Hello and welcome to Jokes with Mark Simmons, the podcast where I chat to another comedian about jokes they can't get to work. As always, I'm joined in the podcast studio <laughs> by the one and only Danny Wall. It's, it's Groundhog Day, this, isn't it? Groundhog Day. for the people this. No, no, I know. But it's a guest episode. Hey. But they're not in the house. We have got our technology. Danny has got it working to a T. We have got... We're going global, Danny. I know. That's, this is the first time we've interviewed someone outside of the UK. Oh, yeah. Apart from you dialing in from New Zealand. Australia. Oh, Australia, rather. All right. So we've Which got... is where you probably are now when this is coming out. Yeah. Oh, it's, oh, oh, Funny it's that, got isn't meta, it? isn't it? Wow. So this is uh, Chris Martin. He has, he's a returning guest. He's been on the podcast before. He is in LA at the moment. And Parachuting I, in. And I saw that he was, he's, he's, he's got, oh, very good. Not that Chris Martin. He, that was good. That was good. Sorry, I was too focused on what I was going to say. So he, he's got a special coming out. Yeah. So I thought, let's have a chat with him. Let's use the technology that Danny has devised. Not devised, created, invested in though. Invested in. Even that little thing there is 50 pounds. Oh, yeah, the little Bluetooth thing. Zoom BTA2. Oh, great stuff. Oh, that's sexy. So we're going to get cracking straight away. So here is Chris Martin. I prefer this one. Oh, cool. Hello. Hello, mate. Sorry. Hello, mate. Sorry. <laughs> I, I, I was expecting to do the intro and Danny just phoned you out of the blue. And I was like, oh, oh shit. Oh, fuck. There we go. Doesn't matter. We're oh, in. no. That's all right. We'll do the Is intro. We'll do the, no, no, we'll do the intro after. It's fine. How are you, mate? <laughs> I'm okay. How are you guys? Yeah, it's early for you, is it? It is early, but I have, as I said to you on the message, I have a four-month-old, so I have been awake since 5.30 my time. So, wow. there you go, mate. Blimey. Yeah, mate. How, how's that fitting in Don't with doing a... gigs? <laughs> Don't have them. <laughs> that's, that's the takeaway you know from the show. <laughs> Do you know what? Um, I like love going away <laughs> for a weekend to do shows, so I get to go to sleep. I, I the first weekend I went away when he was like eight weeks old, I went to Toronto to do a weekend of shows, 
And the first night I met up with a comedian, Darren Rose, the Canadian guy who's oh, yeah, in the I know UK for him, a bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, nice guy. Anyway, he got me absolutely battered and I went to bed and slept for six hours and it's the it was the best night of sleep I had in two months. <laughs> Just a drunken six hours sleep. So Are you at the point um, where you're faking right. gigs now? Um, oh yeah, like I'm nipping out. I'm nipping away for a weekend, and I just. Yeah. It's just I actually haven't thought of that. It's a great idea. My wife doesn't check my bank account or anything. I should just go well, check it's, into it's, it's the just downtown a, a motel on my street instead. It's just a gig for progression. You know, you don't get paid for all of them. Exactly, exactly. I'm just working on new material a, in my hotel room that I'm staying in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I've done previews to that many people. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we all. So you seem to be flying in. LA are you have you found that you're like going from here to there your your styles really worked well I I gather because I watched the clips and it's all you know perfect for American audiences I think um I think uh, I said this to someone the other day but Ronnie Cheng said that John Oliver told him it takes like two years to really figure out like you could do stuff that works because it's like universal but to really get what what they kind of want want to hear in America and he said like two years to the day almost that he kind of clocked that and then i would oh. say that's pretty accurate actually when i first came here i had like some you know i'd done like new zealand australia so i had stuff that wasn't very like parochial or like super like uk specific but then once once i've been here for a bit i was like oh okay yeah no like i had stuff that worked but i was like okay what do they actually like what kind of how do i like feel like i really understand the vibe here so it took a couple of years and then yeah now i'm i'm in a decent rhythm of like kind of working out now i just kind of talk about whatever i want and i guess i've lived here for long mm. enough now that it just sort of it just feels like natural but they do like it when you talk about them you know what i mean it's like americans are very <laughs> so like you're so you as a weird <laughs> So from the English point of view, right? Yeah, there's, I try, it's a, I always have a, a battle of going, I don't just want to be like, you guys do this, we do this. But ultimately my perspective is of a guy from a different place. So I, I'll talk about what's going on in my life. And then occasionally, I mean, like my kid is American technically, which is kind of, <laughs> it's yeah. kind of funny to me. Uh, <laughs> just sort of fun. I still haven't quite worked out enough. Like, I don't even know what, 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 how deep to go on it. But it's just funny when I realize that my wife, Scottish, and I'm English and my son is American technically so it's just a funny that is funny um, yeah have you, it's have like you, a funny realisation have you got to the point where you're writing jokes about fatherhood yet yeah it's it's again it's that but it's I don't know I, I wish I sort of like just didn't care like what anyone thought or even if I didn't have any I don't even understand I didn't have like made up rules in my head which is like you know when you go just, people just talk about being a dad you're like, and you're not a dad you're like this is kind of annoying mm. but it, I guess now it's like I am a dad so I, I have to it's, it's my life so it's like how do I talk about that and make it not super like alienating or like kind of standard like kid stuff but um yeah I uh I have one I have one bit at the moment which is uh I think is is about the moment I became a dad but it, is this the point you guys still talk about jokes specific jokes <laughs> yeah. in this podcast if I got that wrong yeah, I was yeah, about to it. just tell you a, a joke and then I was like we're sitting there going like oh, fucking hell he's working bits on us already Jesus is it no yeah yeah it is it's sort of going through bits that you know I'm glad Mark briefed you before you came on <laughs> he's been on before <laughs> he's, he's I had a, been on before and then I suddenly was like uh oh no what if I've what if you changed it um yeah just yeah any bits and pieces that you're working on and bits that haven't worked whatever really it's it's quite broad joke wise this bit I've been doing at the moment is like just talking about uh my son being born and so I hope it's like 
I feel like it, you, the fun thing I find is when it's like a subject that's been done before, but you're like, I used to be like, oh, I've got to come up with this completely original topic. And then it's just like all the topics that have been done have been done because they sort of, I think, speak to people. So, mm. but what well, the interesting thing is how do I find something different in it? So this all came about for me, like riffing something on stage about me watching, like I watched everything, like him come out of, of Hannah. My wife, my son, like, came out and I fully, like, watched it. Because before I wasn't sure. Everyone was like, you're going to watch it. And then I was like, when I was there, I was like, I'm, I was like, definitely wanted to watch it. And then I was like, the reason I realised I wanted to watch it is because of the novelty of the fact that you just very rarely get to see a human being emerge from a vagina. Um, and then, which is like, <laughs> is and I don't really do, like... of your next special? I mean... Is that, is that is, by opening? Was that a pun on my wife's <laughs> vagina? I know how your brain works, mate. Yeah, uh, but uh, but I don't really do like I, I I try to keep my set pretty clean. So this is about as rude as I get. But I, I just sort of found it funny, and then and then I was like the and it just didn't it didn't quite that line didn't really get a laugh. But then when I said. I've seen my wife's vagina so many times. Very rarely have I seen a small boy come out of it. For some reason, that gets a big laugh. And then, I, then I've just started like, I don't know why. It's funny because the, the initial thing, I thought, it's funny when you think the initial bit's funny, but it's like you need to really paint the picture of a small boy coming out of a vagina. And then as soon as you say it, I think everyone visualizes it and it, and it gets but a big laugh. Yeah, and small it. boy is such a brilliant... Did you come to that word in straight away? Because that's perfect, because that's so funny. But if you went small baby... Or or like, do you know what I mean? That, that's no, more boy. Yeah, 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 you're right. It just, no, it just, I think I just said it on, I think the first thing I said didn't really, and it kind of, there was something in it. I was like, this isn't working. There's something in the idea of watching, because the thing I got to was like, it's like a magic trick. So then I go like, then I, then I end up expanding it to like, um, again, pardon the pun, expanding it, but I ended up um, getting to uh, the, uh, here we go, uh, getting to, uh, <laughs> why am I trying to get in a pun off of Mark Simmons? It's like, it's <laughs> a death. Hiding to nothing. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, what did I, uh, oh yeah, then I was like talking about, it was like the greatest magic trick I've ever seen. And I talked about, I was like, something funny about like magic in this. So then I said, uh, what's the line that then I ended up ed- adding extra? was like oh hello that's my son making noises um i said uh, uh what is it uh, oh yeah sh- i said up, uh, please because it's uh... yeah sorry yeah yeah it's rude it's ruining the podcast <laughs> actually really We're talking about it yeah it's, it's literally the perfect time yeah. imagine i just made up having a son this is my proof oh that's it i go when he came out i like started crying with tears of joy which was true it's mad if i don't know if you guys have got kids as soon as it mm-hmm. happens you can't help but cry and then everyone's like oh it's because of like a biological evolutionary response i'm like I, maybe i just thought it's because i like magic that much <laughs> and then that gets a laugh because it and then I uh then I just do it then uh, that was it I had that's the thing I had to add because before that I thought it was funny like how good a magic trick it was like like I'd lose my mind if I went to see David Blaine and like mime him pulling um a human <laughs> pulling something out of his arsehole and going is that your son um I don't know <laughs> anyway so it's just like a whole bit about it's just explaining <laughs> it's explaining childbirth in a very silly way but, yeah, um, it took a while to get to the funny of it, but is yeah. there something in the because um, you know, like Penn and Teller, they're sort of known for sort of showing how it's done. But is there a joke in something about showing how it's done because that's the, the shagging, watching how it's done, or I like to see how it's oh, done? Oh yeah, or, or something. Do you know what though? That's that's funny. Yeah, you're right. Oh yeah, that, <laughs> that's funny. That is funny. Thinking about the uh, <laughs> yeah, I have to demonstrate it yeah. to How's someone. That yeah, well, yeah, that's, How long yeah. you got? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Have you got? 
about three seconds. Yeah, no, no, normally, it's oi, just oi. A, normally yeah. with me, it's just a slight of hand. Yeah, there we go. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> I love how your brain works. It's so impressive. I can't do it. When I first started stand-up, I thought every joke had to have a pun in it. Um, and then I, yeah. but, but it didn't. It works if you just if you do like one line as like yourself. But I was doing like stories. And then, if you do a story often. and then you ran and you randomly put a pun in it, it doesn't quite. Oh, um, they hate work. it. It's it, it, yeah. It, that's why. That's where big groans come from because it's just, it just feels out of place. You have to sort of set up. The, yeah, you have, the world. You're breaking the contract. You're breaking the contract with the audience by doing that. But if you're if you go on and go, I'm going to do an hour of puns, and they go, mm. Oh, cool. Yeah, I know. What I'm I'm here for. So do you think you're? Um, so if you you've done that bit live so you do that bit that stuff in your when you go it's off my now. new it's my new opening bit i'm actually doing a five minute um, audition gig for something today um not this isn't for like late night tv because i think it's not quite clean enough for that but I, mm. I i've been opening with that i've been opening with this bit which is a bit like whoa but i think it kind of gets the audience's uh, attention mm. to visualize that do you think your um, next special because because you've got a new special coming out um soon oh right? yeah i have yeah yeah or it might actually be this um, week because we'll time it uh, no it's not actually this you can no, no, go no. And, um, when this goes out it might be this week oh it might be what this isn't live uh, <laughs> this is bullshit um yeah it's it's the end of february is when it comes out as an album and okay, you can cool. but you can pre-order it on apple but it will also go out on a thing called youtube the video version oh exclusive but, um, to youtube exclusive to youtube mate i don't know how i got that contract signed but i got it signed um it's completely funded by big pharma so um they're the ones paying for it no it's uh i'm it's going out as an album and then i i thought i'll just video it anyway and i put that out myself it's yeah. called above ground comedian it's called above ground comedian nice uh, only because in the gig it was in this quite dank underground place and i joked in it that I'd love one day to be a level work and do shows above ground um, and then I was like it doesn't have anything to do with the, it doesn't have any, it was literally like it was just a funny riff and I was like oh, I'm just going to call it I just like the sound of it above so is it, is it just it's just funny stand up it's not like a theme <laughs> is it within just the show? funny stand up that, that's, how, that's how I'd like to describe <laughs> no, it that's a thing funny stand up yeah because <laughs> I think because funny stand up you can just call it a funny title and they're just getting that you don't yeah. need to tell them what it's about because it's just stand up isn't it do you know what I mean yeah it's, good it's just it's just an hour it's just uh, it's a stand-up yeah it's a stand-up i am um, yeah i was some of the stuff was like i was feeling was becoming a, it was getting to the point where i was like oh, i don't know if this is gonna there's a little bit about like tiny bit about vaccines and about mm. some some stories i'd been doing for a little bit and i was like oh let's just bless you son let's just get this um recorded it's so that's well. and yeah exactly <laughs> yeah i'm trying to get the um the sort of christians to to download it not many um, of them in so, america <laughs> uh, yeah there's not that many actually yeah and that most of them the, the few that there are they're very sort of like down the middle and like not that extreme or anything in their views <laughs> i could call my show something a lot more extreme if i wanted to get those views. i hate um xyz but uh yeah so that's coming out and but that that joke's not that's the thing at the moment i'm now in this I recorded it in August, and so it's been taking a while to sort out, but it's coming out in a few weeks, and or it's coming out today, depending on when you release this. <laughs> so now I'm like in this weird, I don't know if you have the same thing, like it's kind of, I just can't get enough good new stuff in time, in my mind, but... Um, 
Oh, you mean to well, I've worked so that you're not so you can burn that material and then start fresh. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I think nowadays I've realised people because of like reels and all. I think some people it's changed a bit. I think a few years mm. ago it was like everyone doesn't want to see the same jokes. I think people don't mind seeing the bits they've seen online as long as you have some. Yeah. You have it's not all the same. It's a, it's a different and the live school, experience um, is a different thing altogether. And also you might just be seeing a short part of a piece. But if one line of comedy is different, if, you, if you're if it's a routine, you might clip up a. piece of that routine but you're not seeing that's that, true you're not seeing its whole whole you know and it's all its glory unless you're there live mm. uh, yeah that's very true and it's actually annoying because when i recorded this thing the other day, i don't know if you guys have ever done this but when you record for anything you're like then i was like as soon as i'd recorded it because it was just like you're kind of weighing on you a bit next weekend i like start adding extra lines to these uh, bits and i was like i was so annoyed yeah, i was yeah. like I should have recorded it like a month later. Oh, I was like finding way funnier bits. I recorded my current tour show a little while ago in Brighton, but we're doing another year of the tour. So it's quite a while till it's going to come out. And there's one, just one joke in it. And I've added just a beat, like a one sentence in between what, what was just set up punchline. And it hits so yeah. much harder now. And no one's going to know it when they watch, but I'm going to know it. It's so annoying that I've not got that one bit. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, it's, it's always in our head. And Mil- Milton actually told me once when I was supporting him on tour, it's quite a good thing to remember. Sorry to name drop um, a more That's famous right. one-liner comedian than you, mate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but he, sa- he said, because, uh, you know, on tour with him, like you, do, you just get Groundhog Day, you're doing these amazing venues, but you're always in your head going, that show is better, that show is worse. And any time that you're like, oh, I wasn't, oh, wasn't that good tonight. He was like, you're, you think it's crap. But it's like it's essentially nine. You've performed at ninety percent compared to ninety nine percent ability or something, and the audience won't know. Mm. <laughs> I was like, that's a good point. Uh, just a good thing to remember because you're always like, damn it, that wasn't as good as the thing, uh, and it could have been better. And it's like we were still like, that's good. They like enjoyed it. So weird. I know it's it's a good thing to remember. I feel like we always so like you're always so in your head and it's so about what we can do, which is you kind of need that a bit. But it's always like just try to put your self in the audience's mind like i remember i think come on with some comic ages ago talked about a lot of the people that come to watch you they got a babysitter there to they've had a tough mm. day at work and they just want to come mm. and have a laugh so if you just think of like try to be like all right how can i be the just have a fun time and then these people who've come out like they just want to have a fun time i mean i say that some british crowds uh want it to not be shit um but most of them won't have a fun time um do you find the yeah, american yeah, audiences are kind of a bit more forgiving and up for it straight off the bat sort of less judgy definitely 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 do you definitely. think that's because anytime the, like sorry i was gonna say do you think that's because you're definitely. english does that buy you some sort of good grace good grace for a moment or two it does for a, it does but i, I think even if you're Amer- i think it's the general vibe of a, the, the amount of shows i've done like randomly around la it's like in a bar and people don't know their st- stand-up on which is never great but in the uk if people don't know the stand-up on they're just going to be like what is this they'll be actively <laughs> angry yeah. whereas in america though they'll, they'll be like Oh, this is kind of a well. What's going on here? And they want to like have a. They're just a bit more open to. I think they're like, oh, this could be good. Mm. Whereas in the UK, it's like it's. I think British <laughs> people. Are just it's a not going to be like, shit. This is bound to be shit. <laughs> yeah, that's. <laughs> it's exactly that. Exactly that. Yeah. Exactly that. So, um, but but being British does help at the start for a little bit. I'm sure, but um, you still have to be like you get a little bit of good grace. But it's always it's funny that everyone always like you get brought on by a host there. That was like, what are your credits? And I'm like, it, it does it? It doesn't matter because <laughs> if I. I'm not funny. It's very irrelevant uh, very quickly. So, do, you, do you think if I um, do you think it has a negative effect though? If because all the acts that in America they sort of get 
their credits red. If you don't have any credits, do you think that affects the audience towards you? Because they're used to people having um, credits. Kind of. It's like, I've got credits now, mate, so I can't remember what those days are like. But um, <laughs> no, I... I yeah. <laughs> I uh, no, I, I I think I think it's like an I think it's kind of an old-fashioned thing to be honest. I don't because now people go up with five hundred thousand Instagram yeah. followers who don't have any credits. So mm. sometimes people's credits are like you've seen his videos on Instagram. <laughs> I don't think people um I don't think people care so much to be honest. I don't think it matters. I think you just got to be funny. Is the is my general philosophy. I once brought on a bloke uh, at a show. I was doing comedy and magic club, which I do quite a lot, which is a very fun club. And um, this guy was like, "Can you say?" before you and i don't really host much out here but occasionally i do he's like can you say before you bring me up you've seen him on this i'm not going to name the show you've seen him on this he wrote on this you've known him for years he's your favorite this sort of thing and i went on and the guy came on and was like that guy made me sound old as fuck and i wanted to go on and be like no you made yourself sound like that you cheated that's, so that's cheating well, I got you that. can't set me up for your first joke like that you I, cheater i remember when uh, the guy who makes all the noises from uh, police academy michael winslow when i was i was oh, uh, doing yeah. a gig with him and davy johns oh, was yeah. emceeing and michael winslow listed out all his credits for david johns to write down and say and the look on david's face as he was having to write them all down you, it, it was just like two completely different well, got cultures academy one, academy two <laughs> academy three <laughs> academy four academy five <laughs> mission to moscow uh, i think family guy as well i think he goes in family guy at some point oh does he yeah <laughs> It, that's, that's that one, that one's you, that one's just you've heard him on. Yeah. <laughs> you haven't seen him on. Yeah. You've heard him on. It is funny when when people like you, you they want you to set up a joke for him because I had there's there's, a, there's an act I used every so often I do it and he's a bit sh- quite a bit shorter than me so he'd always want me to set the mic stand sort of up to my height but make sure it is right up to my height so when he comes on he gets a laugh from sort of looking up yeah. at at it and stuff like that, that is funny. you should have one, once you should have ended your set with it extremely right. low like my penis in a way that would have been that. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's funny um yeah it's weird when people need it's just a thing isn't it people want that like sometimes i get it you want to you want to have a good set so you want it to go well at the top and there is I something think my really favorite pow- comics so i go th- go for it I think there is some. I think there is something powerful when you when you get a laugh from something the audience don't think set up. I think that's so. If you can if you can set up something that looks like it's not set up, that is such a rolling star, isn't it? It does. But I almost I think the best comedians go on and they take like a minute to mm-hmm. be fun. it's like so confident to be like i'm not even going to try and make a joke for like a minute you just sort of just get in and you sort of set yourself adam bloom told me that years ago he said just announce yourself on stage which is i used to you know get, i just need to get a laugh immediately he's like actually mm. the audience i think a lot of the time are like oh is this gonna oh sometimes i've had people go i'm nervous for you when they, when yeah. you come out so even if they don't know me they, they're like nervous hope it's going to be good so if you come out and you're like right race to a joke it's a bit like whoa but if you're like trying to add. walk on and you don't look don't yeah yeah you don't look like you look like you know you're going to get a laugh at some point then they relax and you relax and the whole thing yeah. but um but having said that i mean yes. i will be getting people tonight to introduce me as you've seen him on this you've seen him on that youtube you, you get, yeah you, you will see him on youtube in february <laughs> you will you will <laughs> just that that's how detailed i get the intro to it a lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. <laughs> Have you uh, have you got any other any bits that you uh, you sort of been was working on and couldn't get to work or something you liked? I have a bit that I keep I, I I've done it like three times and the, it gets a laugh and I haven't worked out how to end it. But it's this bit on um. So again, I guess it's sort of linked to fatherhood. But I was talking, I was thinking about how like I don't really care what my son wants to do, but like obviously as a as a dad and having a son, there's a lot of men want their like kid to be like like a, an, an athlete. And I like I love sport, so I guess that's maybe somewhere in my brain. But every time I watch a sports documentary, like I was watching the Beckham one, have you guys seen that? Mm, yeah, yeah. Every sports documentary, there's a bit where a guy, the, the main sports, especially for sportsmen, they talk about there was a point in my career that was a low point, and the reason I could deal with that was because my dad, every day I was training as a kid, said, "You shit, you're not good enough," and they'd throw cabbage at me, and they'd waterboard <laughs> me, and they'd lock me in a dungeon and say, "No, you're bad, you're bad." you're terrible you're terrible you're the worst i hate you and then they go and if it wasn't for that i just wouldn't have had the mental resolve to keep going as a professional and make it as far as i did and so uh that's just funny there's always a moment where basically their dad is horrible to them and that the michael jordan one was the same i think same as jordan every Mm. sports documentary and then so the bit that gets the laugh in is go that's cool but then i realized there's probably like a billion people out there whose dads did that to them and they didn't make it as professional athletes. <laughs> and that therapy. gets a big laugh. <laughs> there, yeah, so that, there we go. That's that's the fun line. That, there, maybe that's are, the thing. And there are probably people that would have, but they lost their confidence because their dad kept telling them they were exactly. shit. Exactly. Their dad, their dad shattered their confidence. So the thing I've landed on, and I haven't just had to say, so that's really, they're playing FIFA. Yeah, that's it. They're in a therapy. They're either in therapy or playing FIFA. Sad. <laughs> because <laughs> uh, what did I write down as the thing I was tossing around this is like they're just sad and they, uh, they're they not in a financial they, they're sad with no confidence and they're not in a financially lucrative job that will help them get over the deep-seated <laughs> hatred they have for their dad like because I think that's a lot of it right is these people have these jobs that are so financially lucrative it distracts them that was it they're not in a finan- they don't have a financially lucrative enough job to distract them from the deep-seated hatred they hold towards their father um, there might be too dark line but it's, it's, nice. it's very funny to me yeah that's brilliant <laughs> it's mate. funny that's great so i mean mate that time's flown absolutely flown by where can where will people be able to find your album if you go on spotify they have it on there and it's you know it's part of the subscription if you go on apple music if people have that you can you can order the album and uh, i think it's like 
12 people buy it i'll become top of itunes because like no one buys (laughs) (laughs) so there's 12 benevolent people out there please buy it but they're gonna have Um, to be more specific than writing chris martin into uh, spotify or otherwise they're gonna (laughs) yeah that's very true it's so yeah i know i should have i always think i should have changed you know you you might get some you might get some the opposite way you might accidentally just think oh fuck chris martin's got something you out right (laughs) oh it's funny a lot a lot of my social media followers are are that (laughs) this is why it's an album and not on youtube straight yeah. away isn't it it's a big ploy it's a big ploy it's good mate i'd take those views oh mate if i get a few people that buy it by accident that'd be great um but you can't, they're, you they're can't... so dumb that even though it's called above ground comedian they're like this must be their new album um, yeah. above ground comedian yeah brilliant uh oh, mate thanks very much what, what's your social media for people to find you it's at chris n comedy because of the um of the guy and can i just say this by the way and this is a weird tangent story danny i don't think i follow you online but just i, I follow That's mark right. from knowing him from way back no it's not it's not it's just it's just for whatever reason but so you're, you're, it's really you're nice in a minority, to see minority, majority rather i'm in the well majority yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> well i will follow you now and then i can next time we speak i will give you my thoughts well i'm actually I'm coming out to la to... in july so in august for a month so uh I'll have to come watch oh, lovely. you. We'll you just we got on, Danny. Meetings. Yeah, well, yeah, just meetings. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a lot of meetings, mate. <laughs> got so many meetings. So that is what LA is. It's like even though they're all done on yeah, no one goes. Even though they're all done on Zoom now, you could you yeah. come into Zoom on the same timeline as everyone else. <laughs> no one goes on holiday to LA, Z- do they? They go to LA. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. You go to LA. It's like yeah, you have to combine it with some meetings and a gig. Um, <laughs> in a weird venue like i did one in an aquarium or something well i'd love to come um, and see you yeah yeah of course we'll hang out and then um yeah yeah please reach out and then um mark i was just gonna say i haven't seen haven't been in the uk really for a while but it's really good to see your um i just keep seeing you post your venues and I'm like oh i feel like a, even though i'm not a father figure to you i feel like a proud dad seeing you <laughs> oh, that's nice. gigging to big venues you, no, it's you, nice you to didn't see, see me came you out like oh thank you <laughs> yeah yeah uh, you didn't see me go with that with your wife's vagina <laughs> i didn't want to say that i stopped myself halfway through <laughs> <laughs> oh god you're gonna lose that you're gonna lose that um you're gonna lose your younger and older audience with jokes like that mark the, the numbers of the venue will shrink back to where they should be <laughs> when you first met in a i was brand brand new and it was in maystone in a by by some bins by was that a, we first met? i was gig. thinking of that coventry i was thinking of the gig in coventry um, in a cinema that smelled of fried chicken yeah <laughs> no, oh, that, the coventry showcase cinema no no we met once before you and carl were doing i was doing like an open spot and it was outside a pub in maidstone next to some bins i remember that god um, yes who, who books it? when was that like 15 years ago yeah <laughs> no, we've done it recently actually dan cardwell books it that wasn't actually that long ago we did a gig for him oh yeah so uh oh thank yeah thank you mate thanks very much when are you next so back that, over? That's, mate that's a good that's a good rags to rip from outside the bins to <laughs> yeah. 500 seat theaters that's a great little um i don't know when i'm, I'm back actually in the summer to uh, have my son um baptized for my uh for even for my more religious in-laws but i don't know if i'll be i haven't done a gig in the uk for ages because every time i come back it's like 
I have to like see family. Yeah, yeah. And it feels a bit weird to to nip off to sort of like I don't know. I, I don't know if about you, but when I started, like, I need to do a gig every time I'm. And mm. now I'm like, you know, a, a unless, holiday, it's, mate. unless it's a gig, unless it's by some bins, I'm not interested. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like Maidstone. I might make an exception for the Maidstone by the bins. <laughs> yes, exactly. Go back and have a holiday. But yeah, I'll, if I'm back and I'm in London, and also my parents moved out of London, so I'm now that's Aye. in Eastbourne. So where's there to gig in Eastbourne? There's no to gig in no. Eastbourne. Jim Grant for five pound. That's the only sport gig. He I was ever the he was the guy. Off. He's the first ever paid gig I did actually was for Jim Grant. So maybe oh, was I should it? drop him a line. Oh, was that a five? See if I can get twenty quid again. <laughs> yeah. Twenty quid actually. Oh wow. Twenty quid. But back in the day, mate, twenty quid was you know. That's true. You could buy like 12, 12 pints. I can't remember. Uh, those the days. Um, right. Thanks so much for coming days. on, mate. That's no worries, brilliant. guys. Thanks for the call. Soon. Thanks, Chris. Take yeah, care, we'll mate. All right. Take it easy, guys. Take Bye, it easy, mate. Well, that went well, didn't it? So this new technology, mate. We'll finish oh, the show up, mate. Oh, yeah, nice. He's got his headphones off. <laughs> we can we can close this all up now. Oh, Didn't yeah, that go well? Yeah. And I, I got I got a contact the there te- for some meetings when I go to LA. <laughs> you have. Uh, that's what I heard. Is that what you heard? Uh, yeah, I heard that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, definitely. You can leg- you can legit say that, and then everything will be tax deductible. Your train, your plane tickets, everything. Don't know what you're talking about. Anything more from you, Danny? Uh, nothing more from me, Mark. Anything more from you, Mark? I'd say just go check out the tour at marksimmons.co.uk. And nothing more from me, Danny. And remember, everyone, be, be more Gareth. Gareth. Hashtag Awooga. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.